The Altar Life. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. What do you do when you discover an endangered animal that eats only endangered plants? Um, <laughs> that tense voice of the altar life with Brent and Jeff. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like epic. we always start to show off with something that we can't talk about because we, don't, <laughs> we can't explain. <laughs> it. We can't explain it. So then it's just like it's like uh, okay, what do we go? Where do we go for? <laughs> where do here? we go? Exactly. Maybe we should get rid of that. <laughs> God, it's like a. It's like falling off a cliff sometimes because <laughs> you can't jump off on it. Everyone goes, "Wow, they're really insightful." <laughs> Click, turn the turn the radio dial. Does anyone ever? Does the people still have dials on their radio? I don't think so. They just push the button that changes the digital Seek. channel. Dude. <laughs> anyway, we're uh, we're here. It's Saturday night. It's the um, the time for the altar life again, <laughs> and uh, we're continuing on with our discussions about faith and what it means. How do we live a life of faith in this world that we live, this crazy world that we live in today? And talking about someone who did a good job when he was on the earth, a man named Noah. Yeah, you think the world we live in is bad and there's sin and depravity everywhere you look on the E! Channel and and MTV and VH1, the the stations that no longer play music videos. Um, But uh, think about being the only one left that God thought was worth saving. And that, you know, the rest of the world, God was basically sad that he had created them because they were so wicked. God sent water to flood the earth, and you were the only one left, you and your family. That's an incredible testimony for God to be like, you know, everybody's awful except for you. (laughs) Yeah. So that really makes you think, like, if you were the only one left, God would die. You know, he was willing to, like, you know, to show his love and his mercy. And Noah, what a great character in the Bible. You know, like many characters, they, you know... They're not perfect. They have missteps throughout their life, but that doesn't take away their legacy. That's what we're talking about as we go through the Hall of Faith in Hebrews 11. Would Noah have been considered an endangered species? <laughs> an endangered <laughs> person? Point, yeah, yeah he, he would have been. been. You know what God did? Like eight of them left. God saved him and um, allowed him to build himself an ark <laughs> yeah. so that he could save himself. And uh, we're going to read from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. By faith, Noah, having been divinely warned, of things not yet seen, that's what we've been talking about these last couple weeks, believing without seeing, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. 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 The word of the month here on the altar life. And um, Noah, a man, believing that something was going to happen that he didn't even know what it was. Rain. They never had rain back in that yet be at that time and um god was like you know it's gonna rain and you've never seen it before but just trust me you want to build this big boat and um, i've got a plan for you and it took a lot of faith for noah to actually believe the lord who he couldn't see but um anyway yeah to think about what it was like imagine water shooting up from the ground for no reason that was like what it was like water coming down from the sky um continuing on in our hebrew study here and um noah by faith noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen. And, um, you know, he was warned by God that rain was going to come. And um, But one thing about Noah that was pretty remarkable isn't necessarily that he built the boat. Um, it says that he walked with God, you know, come, come, talking about similarly like what we talked about last week. Um, but Noah was actually admit, in the middle of a generation, his generation of millions of people who were anti-God who mocked God, who mocked Noah for what he believed. 
And, um, and here's Noah <laughs> trusting this God that he believes in, that he walks with, and uh, all by himself, you know, building this ark with a bunch of people making fun of him. And, um, you know, and it took faith for him to be able to do that. Yeah, like when somebody walks up, what are you doing? Uh, building an ark. <laughs> What's what? an ark? <laughs> It's a boat because we need to stay out of the rain. What's rain? What's a boat? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm just thinking, like, Noah, when you hear the name Noah, you automatically think he built the ark and the flood and all that. But the reason he built the ark and survived the flood was because of what he did before all of that. Mm-hmm. God saw him as worth it to save in the midst of this world that he actually, it says that he repented or he actually regretted making man on the earth <laughs> like can you imagine that like man these pe- these people are so wicked i gave them over to their own will and we just totally displeased him and everything that we did and he you know he needed to start from scratch with the exception of noah and and the fact that noah you know his most notable in god's eyes his most notable achievement wasn't hey, he built an ark with his kids that was pretty good it was <laughs> how he lived his life um in order for God to find, see, you know, to see fit to have Him be the one that would, you know, move on through the generations, move man on past that terrible time um, that He was living in at that time. We think our life is bad. We think that the stuff that we see is bad. Imagine being the only one. That's just so crazy. And you know, you may be the only one in your family. You know, but Noah did have his wife and his kids. You know, and you know they worked out pretty well for a while, but. You may be the only one in your family, the only one in your school, the only one who is willing to stand up. And the pressure is there and yep. the fear of what will be seen. You know, the enemy is going to keep you quiet. It's going to keep you in the, in the closet uh, because you don't think there's anybody else around that feels the same way. Um, you know, but if, if you are, you know, if you believe, uh, even though, you know, you don't see God and you have that faith, then God's going to give you the strength and God's going to make you able to stand in the midst of a wicked generation. We always like get a little discomfort and we like pray, oh God, please take us out. Give us some friends. Give us some, you know, we're so lonely, you know, we're doing this all by ourselves. And it's like Noah, it wasn't like Noah, like this ark building, weird ark building process, you know, was like a day or two. Like it took years and years. I mean, there was no power tools like where he could just whip up an ark like that, you know. Yeah. He was building this thing, you know, chiseling wood and um, formulating the ark and being obedient to the Lord. And, and that's just remarkable if you think about it. Thanks again for tuning in tonight. We are excited. We're talking about Noah and what it's like to be the only one who stands up for uh, with faith in God when everybody else around you is bringing you down or is a wicked, 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 wicked person. <laughs> That's a lot of wickeds. It was. <laughs> I'm sure Noah said that on a daily basis. He's like, look at all these wicked, 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 wicked people out there. There, 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 there. Not uh, wickeds. Not wickeds. Not wicked. Well, no. they're wicked too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this guy Noah, um, Hebrews says actually that he prepared this ark and saved his household um, at, and he was moved with godly fear. And one thing that, you know, when you believe in Jesus, you believe in God, and you have faith in him, and you really believe that he is who he says he is, there's a sense of, and it's not like um, fear that's like, oh, I'm so scared of God. But it's this sobering um, attitude that you know that God could just, like, destroy the world with a snap of a finger. You know that he's powerful enough um, to destroy the world like he did in Noah's day and to send a flood that's going to wipe out the whole earth. 
and Mo and Moses, yeah, <laughs> Moses yeah. also believe that. Uh, but Noah, Noah actually had this this fear that caused him to um, respect God. And when God said, "Look, the rain's coming," he like built an ark. You know, it moved him to actually take action and to obey the Lord. And um, and a lot of times we just dismiss who God is in our lives, and um, you know, we just you know we don't have that fear. We don't have that sense of the fact that God can just wipe us out yeah. <laughs> if He wanted to. It's cool that it says that he was moved. Like, yeah. I was just reading in the study notes, like, James talking about how, you know, you show me your faith, and I'll show you my faith by my works kind of an idea. And uh, how, you know, real faith is really going to take a step and do, you know. Noah could have been like, yeah, there's rain coming, I believe that. And then just sat on his butt and let it come. But he, <laughs> he was like, if God's given me an out, I'm going to take it. And yeah. I'm going to do whatever it takes to be... Um, you know, saved, and that's what real faith is: is putting your belief uh, in the the plan of salvation that God has you know put into place. And uh, Noah is the great example of that. And he talks about, I think Peter talks about it somewhere about how you know how Noah was a type of God, uh, salvation, and uh, Christ, and all those kinds of things. We'll look that up a little, bit, a little bit later on. That was the one and lonely by Super Chick. And sometimes doesn't it feel that way? When uh, you want to stand up for God and you want to do something that pleases the Lord, something that you know in your heart and the Spirit's telling you to do something, and um, you know you just feel like you're the only one. You feel kind of crazy, like loopy, you're like man, I can't believe no one else is seeing this. It's so obvious, you know. Um, and a lot of times, you know, people are, <laughs> are lonely just because they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've experienced that myself before. I know you're all shocked. Um, but sometimes, you know, you're the only one doing something right, and that's why you're lonely. And, um, you know, Super Chick heard you. And, <laughs> and, and agree- for you. And agrees with you. Um, but Noah was obviously in that same place. And it wasn't just like a week. You know, when we have a lonely week, it's horrible. Yeah. It's like panic. Like, oh my gosh, you know, a week of me being lonely? That's scary. But, you know, Super Chick um, was singing about it, and Noah... He was living it for a long time as he was building that ark and being made fun of and tomatoes being thrown at him and, you know, <laughs> picture that. He was probably like a spectacle if people were lined up yeah. taking pictures. He probably should have charged <laughs> money to, like, see him build the ark. <laughs> taking pictures. I meant, like, <laughs> scratching on tablets. Are you talking about, like, you know, on Christmas time when people pull over the side of the street and look at houses that are all lit up? Yeah. Like, oh, wow, look at that. There's the crazy old guy with the big structure that he's building. <laughs> People are like standing in front of it like this, acting like they're pushing it over, like those classic pictures. You know what I mean? Where like you're crushing it in your hands. Tourist <laughs> pictures. Yeah, sounds like an unbelievable yet to come. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, it's really, it's it's a good thing uh, that we know what it, we have a God that knows what it's like to be lonely. When yeah. Jesus died on the cross, it says that you know everybody abandoned him. He was left to himself, and it was basically just him. And God and the and even God forsook him. Yeah. You know, talk about, talk about that exactly. So when you're feeling that way, you know there is definitely someone who can sympathize with you. And it's time to talk about. And we've alluded to it. You might as well yeah. just talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, anticipation has built, almost like the anticipation of the flood coming. Taking pictures is unbelievable. Taking pictures, but specific kinds of pictures. Yeah. Not just like, you know, when you see something cool, like when you're at home or something. We're talking about you're on, you're a tourist. You're on vacation. You're somewhere where you don't even know where you are. And um, you want a picture of whatever it is. 
Yeah, there's so I out. mentioned it before about the classic, you know, standing really far away from something, but trying to get them both in focus so it looks like you're bigger than this huge like statue, <laughs> and you're like holding it in your hand. And it's like, ha, ha, ha. Look, or I'm like holding up the world. I should. Yeah, I saw, someone just showed me their pictures. They went to Washington D.C. and they were like pushing over the Washington Monument, like, oh, like so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but or there's like, some classics, you know, yeah. when you're when you're on vacation. There's some classics like the whole like where they have a scene yeah. and there's just a hole for your head and your hands or something and you just stick your head in like look at me you know i'm in stocks and i'm in stocks please whip me with a wick <laughs> public caning it's funny <laughs> you see that you go down to like williamsburg or something it's like i'm going to stand next to this uh, this homeless person take a picture of me please like it's an actor. Don't worry. You know what I like, though? Actually, the ones that when you're in an amusement park and they take the picture when you're on the ride. Yeah. And you're like, you're not even knowing it's coming. And, uh, you know, you're like in this like face you never, ever make ever, except for when you're on this ride at that moment. Uh, it's funny. I love the classic, like, I'm going to dress it. We're going to dress up like the Old West and take the old time photo. Oh, That's yeah. That's another classic that one in amusement classic. parks, especially. Yeah. And, uh, like, I love what you were talking about. Like, there's, uh, there's one at Dorney Park. And a lot of times, you know, those filthy, depraved teenagers, they try to, like, give the finger, do something yeah, right. offensive. And I'm, like, watching it. And all of a sudden, like, you see their their car comes up, and there's, like, the big Steel Force character blocking them out. Like, they deliberately, like, <laughs> they, like, bleep out the pictures right. and stuff. It's awesome. I'm like, way to go, Dorney Park, saving family values. Yes. I'm glad we're they're in touch with that but yeah, the best uh, we went my wife and i uh, went to new york went to the wax wax museums those are great that's cool you act like you're in conversation with brad pitt it's like <laughs> <laughs> you're funny brad pitt <laughs> like the classic oh man those are great i got a lot of those actually there's one of me laughing next to frank sinatra we're, oh, we're cool. getting it it's actually in my living room and uh that's neat yeah it's pretty funny that is neat that's well you I know met him you know, but some people are actually too obsessive with pictures. They want to take way too many. Um, my wife is kind of one of those people <laughs> that just wants a picture for every. In fact, we just do things sometimes just to get the picture so we can show somebody later, look what we did. Um, even though it wasn't maybe not that fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for the picture. Um, but, you know, these, you know, thank God for cameras or else we'd forget some things. Yeah. You know? It's pretty crazy to think that you could capture time in an image. Like, you just push a button and. You know, you capture that time. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah, imagine if they could take pictures of the flood. I know, that'd be pretty cool. All right, that was Skillet whispers in the dark, and I like when Skillet's singing. He's, it's a song of hope where he's saying, you know, you're never gonna be alone again. Um, and I'm thankful that Jesus came, the one who knew what it was like to be alone. He came by our side and um, is our friend, our brother, um, when no one else in this world. Sometimes is even around. He's there by our side. That's a comforting thought. Yeah, I mean, I I know my own life. Just getting that feeling where, you know, it, it might not be because of my faith that I feel alone, but just loneliness. Loneliness in general is just. It's really. It makes it even harder to be faithful because you're like God. Like I don't even feel like you're there. <laughs> Let alone I have friends or or not. But you know Noah you know he may he didn't see God he heard him you know and we don't even get that a lot of times you know there's there's some give and take like Noah didn't have the indwelling like we spoke of before yet he walked with God it says and that's incredible it says that um, Noah was a just man it says in Genesis perfect in his generations Noah walked with God that's its own sentence Noah walked with God and that is the the theme that runs through uh, Hebrews chapter 11 the hall of faith as it's known spoke about Enoch last week uh, walking with God and Noah himself walking with God and like you mentioned before that was the thing 
that kept him from, you know, that's the thing that got him to build the ark was the fact that he walked with God before that. The, the thing of note, just like Enoch, the fact that he was taken by God, that's, that's kind of why we know him because he didn't die. But the reason he didn't die was because of the way he lived his life. The same with Noah. The reason he built the ark and was saved was because of the way he lived his life. So a lot of times we see, you know, like in Hebrews, that's kind of ties together. Hebrews in verse six, when it says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, Enoch's reward, not seeing death. Noah's reward, not seeing death. Just like us, the reward that we receive from walking with God is that we may physically die but we will not see eternal death. Wow. And that was cool how God just kind of dropped that on my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Praise the Lord. You know, God is so gr- good to his word. He's so gracious to us. Um, you know, Noah, it was impossible for him to build that ark without having the help of the Lord. You know, we can't in and of our own strength be faithful. I was just thinking how faith is a fruit of the spirit. You know, faith isn't something that we can muster up and try real hard to do. It's something that God even gives us. He asks us to be faithful, and then he gives us the ability to be faithful as we trust him and walk with him day by day. So that's a lot of times we get to that point. We just need to know that God is there with us even when nobody else is there. And God has been good. You know, I'm just amazed that we sit here and as we're speaking and just you know rambling on that God still gives us something to say and speaks to us like he did. You know. The testimony of living a life of faith, you know, that song talks about, I don't care what people think about me if I'm crazy for Jesus. Um, The testimony that we're, you know, Noah, even though none of the people that he lived with, um, his testimony was they all were as they were dying going, man, I wish I was on Noah's boat. Um, But afterwards, we're reading about Noah here and we're reading about how he had faith in the Lord. And um, we have the ability to look at this example of Noah and like last week Enoch and to just really look at our lives and go, you know, what kind of life do I want to have? You know, am I want to be someone who God can look at me and go, I'm pleased with him, um, that he can call us to be somebody who saves our generation um, from the the judgment that's yet to come. Like um, Noah saved his household um, from the judgment that God sent. Um, So we could be those people. You know, and um, it's up to us. But it's not like he's looking for a perfect person. You know, he's looking for somebody who's willing to open up their hearts and um, to allow God to come in and to use us the way he wants to. Yeah, you know, just like that last song said, you might be a man with a tat on your big fat belly that wiggles (laughs) around like marmalade jelly. But you know what? Because of your testimony. (laughs) Anyway, uh, because your testimony, look, in all seriousness, though, you may be. Uh, somebody that God has called to a strange kind of crowd or, or doing something like, you know, at the church we have the Sons of God Motorcycle Club and they go around and ride motorcycles and, you know, minister to all these guys that are like ex-cons and, and they help out with the prison ministry and they can relate to yeah. those people. And those people that they are speaking to, you know, they may have thought, man, there's nobody around that can help me. I'm so lonely. There's nobody that would understand and, and, you know, God may be calling you to reach out to the lonely or he may, you may be that person that's lonely and God is preparing somebody to minister to you. You know, like, like Brent said, Noah, God used him to basically save mankind and preserve it from being destroyed. God is going to be using us as long as we walk the walk and please him and we'll receive the reward of that. And thank you for not leaving us alone this evening and <laughs> listening to us on the altar life. Um, we enjoyed talking to y'all about Noah and about faith, and um, our challenge tonight is just to live a life of faith um, day by day, daily, and um, open your heart up and let God use you 
because um, he really does. He created you for a purpose, and he loves you. Yeah, we're getting a real kick out of this series on faith. Next week, we'll be talking about Abraham, I believe, or, yeah. or somebody like that. So keep it locked here. We're going to close out the night with a 90s flashback by the Supertones. It's a great song. Enjoy it. Enjoy the rest of your night and the rest of your weekend. The song's called Who Could Be Against Me. Until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. Period. Period.